Hey guys, welcome to the Coffee and Coaching Podcast. As ever, we hope you enjoy this episode and take a lot of value from it. And maybe we might be able to make you laugh a little bit too. We started this podcast to help empower and inspire you to take control and create the life that you want to lead. But remember that everything we speak about is just our opinion and shouldn't be taken as medical advice. If you enjoy the podcast, then it would mean the world to us if you could leave a review and share each episode on your social media. The more people that know about how sick this podcast is, the more people we can help. That's enough of that. Let's get into today's episode. Enjoy. Is it too early for Christmas coffee? Jack? Mate, I'll be honest. I mean, is gingerbread Christmas or Halloween? Gingerbread's Christmas, isn't it? That's Christmas. I'd say. Well, I got the pumpkin spice latte, which is which is white trash for Christmas. <laughs> I feel like it's a bit of an autumn, Halloween-y yeah. kind of it's pumpkin, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So um, but that does signal all of the my inner white trash when I think about it. <laughs> um and I ordered that from Nespresso. So I've been drinking that. So I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say no, it's not too early for Christmas coffee. See, I actually had Christmas coffee in at the start of October, but it was it it really massively disappointed me. It was Taylor's of Harrogate, just normal ground Christmas blend, and there was nothing Christmassy about it at all. There was no there was no spice. There was no there was no sweetness. There was nothing. It, it just tasted like a normal coffee. So I just fucked it up. I was very disappointed. Just slapped a Christmas tree on the bag and added two pounds to the price tag. <laughs> You know, speaking of Christmas and coffee, um, I am gonna ask for a coffee machine. I've decided for Christmas off someone. Nice. Have you? I'm gonna ask for a coffee machine off. Say that again. Have you looked into the coffee machine yet? Are you gonna get? Yeah, I told you didn't I? I've been when we went to. Are we telling people about that yet? I almost spilled the beans there. Oh, not yet, not yet. Two weeks. No. The nineteenth of. November, you guys will find out what we've got planned, what we've got a past. So when we went to the when we went to the place yeah. that I won't speak about, and we spoke to the guy that we can't talk about, um I was saying to him, because he's big into coffee too, um yeah. about that that machine that James Hoffman uses, uh, or recommended, sorry. Um but the Spenny. What, what I, I watched this video on coffee, Espresso Machine under 500 pounds. Was it that one? Yes, that one. The Which digital, one? the one after the digital one. Right, well, I think we watched different videos because I don't remember the digital one. But regardless, I'm going to ask Santa for a coffee machine and need to do some research. Just just Kane Hoffman videos, mate, and you'll, find, you'll be like, You'll know, do you know what I mean? From, um, you'll know from just listening to him. Yeah. Coffee Anyone knows IQ. about coffee, it's the hot. Coffee IQ going through the roof just by what listening <laughs> to the videos. Um, what coffee have you actually got today? Have you got one still? We just chat the chip for an hour as normal. We actually even I still- have, and because I know we chat shit at the start of every one of our episodes, I put it in a thermos mug. Nice. It's still warm. Nice. Um, and it is an Ocadio, it's called, from Nespresso. And it's like a little bit light and a little bit fruity. Um, 
but it's like a two, it's a big 230 mil one, um, not an espresso. And yesterday I put it in an espresso cup and forgot and it carried on pouring. So the espresso cup's 80 mil and it's a 230 mil pod. <laughs> and I come back to it like five minutes later and there was just coffee everywhere. Oh, lad, gutted. That's why, that's the one thing that I don't like about them automatic machines. Yeah, they'll just be cattled. If I came back to coffee, all over the side. I went to Press Pros again today and got an espresso, but I ended up drinking it when we were chatting shit because it, it was, I could feel it. It was cold. It was ice cold. I just started yeah. drinking it. Um, and as as Hoffman has has proclaimed, the temperature of the coffee changes the flavours. So it's going to be difficult to actually analyse what was going on. But it was, it was actually like, unbelievably like creamy for the espresso which was weird it was very like light and smooth and creamy which is just weird like i've never experienced that with an espresso it was lovely the froth on last week's coffee where was that what was that coffee shop called that's where it was again no oh. sorry not when we recorded when we went for our little meeting yeah and you took a sip of a so we went for a little, we went for a little food, and that didn't we after our after our meeting. And um, he sat down. He brought the guy brought over, brought Isaac over this this latte, and uh, he took a sip and just looks at me and goes, "Ooh, good froth." <laughs> good froth. <laughs> it was fucking impeccable froth. So um, why why are we here today? What are we talking about? What what can people expect from? these two Muppets on this podcast today? Well, we're going to discuss January Muppets, aren't we, today? Yeah. Yeah, we are. Um, do, you want to, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, it's... What, what, what do we experience at this time of year, every single year, Jeff? Every so, year. there's two things. One that we experience with the people we help, and something that I used to perceive we experienced in terms of business. So any coaches listening will will get this bit and any people who aren't coaches, I know what the word, don't know what to call them then. <laughs> any civilians. <laughs> any civilians, yeah. Any, any of you normos um, <laughs> listening. We'll get the second half. The first half, something we discovered is the like we used to think, well, I used to think, oh, there's a there's a Christmas slump, oh, there's a summer slump. Business goes really quiet at this time of year. Business goes really quiet because everyone's away on holiday. It's a myth. Mm. It's a myth, unless you let it not be a myth. Yeah. And I used to, until this year, really, used to get to this time of year and go, it's about November. Okay, things are going to get quiet now, so I'll take my foot off the gas and just kind of go into Christmas mode. And it's terrible for business and for life because it's the most expensive time of year. I've got a massive family. I can't afford for business to be quiet at Christmas because no. I've, got to, I've got to be Santa for about 30 people. <laughs> <laughs> um, Do you know what they're saying? But it's a when, the, when the going gets tough, the tough get going. Yeah, because it is it is normal to just lie down and go it's Christmas. I think I think everyone has done. I think last year, 
I refused. And it was probably one of the most, the, the, the greatest times for business. Um, yeah. Last year for me in December, which is really, really strange. Um, but it's not. It's that it was strange for you because you'd not done it before. But yeah, in yeah. reality, it's just another month. Just another month, isn't it? Yeah. Just another month. Um, and when you when you you've you've had that good month in December and gone, oh, so it it it, it it's not real. Like <laughs> it's just a thing people say, and it's like a. And this is what leads us nicely into. That's why I brought this one up first. It leads us nicely into the second one of. We now face the the challenge with people just giving up at Christmas. Yeah, well, that's why it's always dead, isn't it? Because people are like, oh, it's Christmas. What's the point in starting? I'll just wait yeah. till January. But it's November. I'm like, I'm starting to get it now when I speak to people. Like, oh, I'm not doing anything now. It's like Christmas is coming up. Like, mate, like you just showed me the story you put on Instagram. I say it's eight weeks away. Yeah. I could get you shredded in eight weeks. You could be fucking <laughs> peeled on Christmas Day if you decided to start now. <laughs> yeah. oh, it's Christmas. It's going to be Christmas. Like, imagine saying that January 1st. Oh, it's going to be Christmas in 12 months. I'm no point starting now, like. <laughs> it's, good. it's going to be Valentine's Day in, in six weeks. What the fuck's the point in starting? I'm going to eat some shit in, in six weeks from now, so... We're recording, we're recording this on the 6th of November. <laughs> it was six days into November and I'm getting people say it to me. And like, I get it because that is the thought process of like a lot of us, yeah. me included, used to be the way I think mm. about about the business. Like, but when you, again, we go to th- something we speak about all the time, creating that awareness of mm. what you're actually saying mm. is like, well, what are you what are you actually saying there? Mm. You're saying you're not gonna fix all of these problems that you've told me you have and that you're struggling with for another well, it's gonna be more than eight weeks, isn't it? Christmas is eight weeks away, and then you've got New Year, and then you've got that first week of January when no one wants to do anything because Christmas has punched your head in and you don't even want to see people ever again. So you just stay inside your house and hammer for a week. So you're talking, what, 10, 11 weeks before you're going to do something? Mm. Just in case it's a little bit harder, Christmas. Mm. Well, so what we're going to do today is dismantle your perception of Christmas and yeah. what that means for your fitness goals. And then hopefully have you leave this podcast with a bit of motivation to go and attack the next eight weeks before Christmas and put yourself in a tremendous position to then kick on in January rather than just being five pounds fatter. And even more in pain when you look in the mirror and then decide to start. So yeah. that's what the aim of this podcast is. So, Jack, why is it that, that, that what's the main thing that you see when people speak to you? Is like, why is it that people think they can't start their fitness goals or begin attacking their fitness goals now, right before Christmas? The root cause is a lack of self belief because it always is you don't believe you're good enough to be able to do that. You don't believe you're able to con- like manage the added pressure or, or get better at, at managing your life because you're not doing it now. So how are you going to do it? 
plus Christmas and social events and drinks and parties and works nights out and stuff. So you're like, well, I'm definitely not going to be able to do that now. It's too much. Mm. But there's a load of reasons, isn't there? People think like, oh, well, I'm going to have to sacrifice, for, for my clients anyway, I'm going to have to sacrifice all these social events or I'm going to have to be dead miserable. Because again, their perception of the change they want is it comes with misery. Mm. Because all of the diets that they've done in the past have either ended in failure and bad feelings and, oh, I'm shit at diet and, oh, I'm never going to lose this weight. Or the diet that they've done or the approach that they've used is just diabolical and it's not been fun from start to finish. And so they've got this real damaged perception of what it's going to take to get the results that they want. Like, for me, I want you to enjoy the whole process. Like, I don't want you to come to me and be, like, I, I don't know whether you've had it, Isaac, but, like, people on, when you have, like, your your master planning session, whatever you call it, like, your roadmap where you, you map out what the journey is going to be like. Mm-hmm. And, like, early on in it, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, just shout at me if I'm not doing it. Just, you know, like, if it's hard and I can't do it, just, like, make me do it. And it's like, that's not what this is about. Like, you're not coming, like... This isn't like joining the military and we're going to be like screaming and shouting at you every day. Like, I want you to enjoy every day. I want you to be happy at the end of every day. I want you to be like excited when we plan the next week. Like, this is fun. This is a good journey for you. You're becoming the you that you want to be. That's good. That's exciting. This isn't, I'm not here to punish you. But I think, I think people's just perception of it is that, but. Going, going, I think there's even a deeper, a deeper thing than what you've just said of people thinking, oh, they're going to have to like make loads of sacrifice. Um, I think that people actually sort of think when they are going into the Christmas period that there's no hope for them to be able to actually even move forward in the first place because they think everything has to be perfect. So yeah. I did a tweet about this this morning saying just literally consistency over perfection. So when when you're looking at, at your at your fitness goals and whatever it is, and right now you're sort of not progressing or you're not progressing the way you want to that you want to, and you think, oh, I'm gonna have to do everything perfect and I'm not even able to do that now. So why the fuck am I gonna be able to do that when I've got I've got six nights out lined up, I've got Christmas day, I've got Boxing Day, I've got all this shit that I've got to do, I've got that weird week where no one knows what fucking day it is, and then I've got all this shit coming, and then there's no way you're going to be able to elevate your level of consistency now, so why the fuck would you even start? It's like, that whole perception and the idea that you have to be perfect in order to start moving forward is the whole thing which is stopping you. So if you could dismantle that and really understand what it takes to progress, then the whole thing about sacrifice, you, you could like, you can go out. We said this before the podcast, Christmas, Christmas is, you said two days. It's, it's, is it two days or is it one day where you just eat absolute shit? You eat 10,000 calories on Christmas day if you wanted to. And then a couple of fucking nights out, you might go over your calories a little bit with, with some alcohol. It's like, so fucking what? Let's, well, yeah, let's, let's do it on the podcast. So let's say, we we go from now to the 10th of January 
what are people actually going to go through in real terms? You're going to have Christmas markets, let's say. Everyone loves going to a little Christmas market and they're back this year. So everyone's going to go to that. So you're going to have a little mulled wine, might have a little hot dog, might have a little cookie, whatever. So but no one's getting bladdered. What's that? So a kangaroo burger. Yeah, little kangaroo burger. So there's one. And then you're going to have a staff night out. You're going to have a works night out. Everyone gets far too drunk on a works night out because you all really hate each other. And it's the only way you can really bother being around them is by getting really, really drunk. Um, not speaking from experience. Love <laughs> everyone I've ever worked with in every job, everywhere. Um, but, you know, in some places I've heard that that might happen. So <laughs> you go out, you get really bladdered on your works night out then your mates are going to want to go on a night out because it's Christmas. So you've got a, a mate's... Like, for me, it was always boxing night. We'd always go out. Um, or Christmas Eve, we'd go to the pub and we'd get, I'd get far too drunk and then snarl me Christmas dinner the next day because I was hungover. So we've got a night out for with your mates. So there's three. And we've got, box, we've got Christmas Day, Boxing Day, because the Boxing Day is all the, the leftovers and the chocolate and stuff. Yeah. So we're on to five, and then you feel absolutely disgusting, don't know what day it is, don't know what week it is, don't know what time it is between Boxing Day and New Year's Eve. And then someone says, oh, it's New Year's Eve. Some people even go back to work in between that little stint, which is gross. Because some people are still enjoying Christmas, some people are in work. It's just a strange little period of the time, the, the year. Um, and then you've got New Year's Eve. So you've got one, two, three, four, five, six. You've got six events. And that's not necessarily six events where you're massively over your calories. That's just six social events. Mm-hmm. In an eight-week period between now and the first week of January. So what, 10-week period, nine-week period? And that's maxing it out. Do you know yeah. what I mean? That's, that's everything. That's if you go balls to the wall socially. Yeah. Nah, I disagree. I've got some clients who will be going out about fucking 15 times in 15 days. But <laughs> that's the average person, I would say. Yeah, okay, that's the, yeah, I mean, I'm, that's a lot for me. because <laughs> That's a lot for me because I'm antisocial. Yeah, that's a lot for us because we're antisocial, but I've got clients who live out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, okay, so that's probably UK average, maybe. UK average, maybe, but then the point is, there's like, that's six days out of how, how many how many days are there in what, like seventy days? Seventy days if we say ten weeks. Weeks. So it's less than ten percent of your fucking time is actually spent doing something. And also those days, not necessarily do you even need to go over your calories. Like on Christmas Day and Boxing Day, yeah, yeah probably. But like going on a night out doesn't have to obliterate your calories. Like that's one of the first things that I equip my clients with how to deal with social events. The first time they say, I'm going for drinks on a weekend, what shall I do? Bomb, webinar, do that. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's so easy to deal with once you actually understand how to how to actually approach social events. So first thing, I, I don't even want to get into that now because people, I want you to enjoy, enjoy your Christmas. Like the point we're trying to make here is that if you are looking at Christmas as a time to think, oh, like, I just want to enjoy it. I can't be bothered, like, watching me food. I can't be bothered, like, I want to enjoy the process and I want to be able to eat what I want to eat. And not enjoy the pro- I want to enjoy the period and I want to be able to eat what I want to eat. And I know that if I do that, I'm not going to be able to actually progress. That's bullshit. I, I posted on my story 
yesterday all of the transformations from the cut saying if, if everyone actually and anyone listening may may be aware of the cut if you're not then go and look at my instagram and transformations from a couple of months ago like you can get absolutely fucking peeled in eight weeks like it, it's unbelievable so like eight weeks time you could completely transform your physique so putting that off for no reason just because you perceive this this period to be a difficult period where you're not going to make any progress is ludicrous and going back to the tweet that i made earlier it's like it's consistency over perfection you do not need to be perfect every single day no i'm not perfect at my diet every single day we had a takeaway the other day didn't we jack we did it was the first takeaway i'd had in like two years but still hey. <laughs> I, I knew you were going to say that and I was starting to laugh because you st- <laughs> your your perception of not perfect with your diet is very different to the general consensus of the whole entire world's perception of what not perfect with your diet is. Um, and you followed that up perfectly with, we had the takeaway the other day, first takeaway I've had in about two years. That's exactly the point. It's not perfect. But it's consistent. Yeah. The consistency is unbelievable. I've been so consistent with my food. So, and that's not, I, I go for meals all the time. It's just takeaway, yeah. like dirty fucking chips and burger and all that from some scatty chippy on Smithdown Road is what I mean when I say takeaway. I go for meals all the time. I'm not perfect on my diet, but the point is, it's like that consistency that I bring all the time. And then every now and then I'll go and have a bit of shit. So I'll go for a meal or I'll have an untracked meal or whatever it is. But it's like, it's the consistency and the Lord of averages which create the results. So if you were to nail every single day between now and Christmas, but on Christmas day, you go fucking mad and a couple of social events, you have a couple of drinks and you push yourself over maybe 10,000 calories across the whole of the eight week period. What? So fucking what? So yeah. what what's that? Literally, if we were to work that out, it's like, it's literally like two and a half pounds of, of fat. If you're if, training hard, so if you're training hard, it might turn into muscle. <laughs> so it's what did we say it was like six days maybe more out of what did we say 90 days 70 70 days so 64 days you nail it and six days you absolutely are a gluttonous cunt let's make some numbers let's make some numbers let's say you create a 1000 calorie deficit for 64 days, you made a 64,000 calorie deficit across the month. Is that right? Yeah. That's right, isn't it? And then it's just you, you across the 90, across the yeah. 70 days. Yeah, you went like that. And I was like, have I just done the most simple mask? Some no. wrong. Because you said you said it across the month. And I was like, so yeah, across the across yeah. the whole yeah. period. Yeah. And six days you go over your calories by 2,000. 4,000. Yeah. Okay. 4,000. What's that? 24,000. So you still created a 40,000 calorie deficit across the whole of the fucking time. Let's get the calculator out. What actually is that? For anyone who's wondering how I'm going to work this out, around about 3,500 calories is one pound of fat. So we divide 40,000 by 3,500. That's 11 and a half pounds that you will lose over this period. 
even if even. you go fucking crazy and 4,000 calories above your maintenance on those six occasions, which is insane. Like, that's yeah. probably like 7,000 calories for most people. Yeah. 6,000, 7,000 calories. No one's putting that away on six six days in, that, in that week. No one will no. do that. It's not, it's not happening. You would be either so hungry. You'd have to drink, like, pure Baileys and chase it down with a pork pie and a mince pie. Every time you'd have to be about you'd have to be like three bottles of Bailey's and a pork pie and mince pie chaser every yeah. time you took a sip <laughs> to get close and then washing it down with, with full fat coke. Yeah. <laughs> just to get close. And dipping your mince pie in pure oil. And then just lying in bed and just not moving for the whole yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe then you'll do that. I might do that. I think I might do this over Christmas. <laughs> I think you've just created a fantastic yeah. piece of content from Christmas for me. What I'm going to do from the 1st of January... Just to show people. ...is document my weight loss on about 3,000... Because I'm losing weight at the minute on about 3,000. I lost a kilo this week on 3,000 calories, mm. um, which is fucking sound. Um and which shows you how much I've been eating to be yeah. gaining weight. Because <laughs> I haven't changed my training or my activity levels. I've just started logging 3,000 calories um, seven days a week. Yeah. And I've lost a kilo. Um, so I'm going to document that all through Christmas. You're hearing this for the first time. I've just come up with this idea. So if you're listening to this, strap yourself in. I'm going to do it. I'm putting it out there as a social contract. And then what I'm going to do is for six days on six separate events, I'm going to be an absolutely gluttonous cunt. Mm. Like, vile. <laughs> like, wanting to throw up because I feel bloated and sick. And like, so not being able to function. You know, like when you've been for a meal and you get back to the car and you can't really even drive yet because you feel sick. Yeah. That. That, like, unhealthy, borderline, like... I don't know, like, just not what a normal human being would ever do. I'm going to do that six <laughs> times, and I'm going to still lose weight over Christmas. Yeah. I'm going to show you how. Nice. You should, you, should you, should, you should record lots of shit throughout this month, and loads of every, everything you eat on, like Christmas and whenever, whatever you're doing, yeah. and then put it all as a big 10-minute a big video. And just yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd, be, that'd be sick. Just be like, yeah. listen, you dickheads. And then you can post it next November when everyone starts chatting shit and be like, yeah, yeah shut up. You can still get lean. Sick idea. Love it. I like. Um, okay, good. I sort of want to join in, but I'm in a fat gain phase at the minute, so I can't. <laughs> Just message your coach and explain the, explain the valuable piece of content you're trying to create. And he'll be like, Okay, sound. You can do a four-week fat loss phase. <laughs> do you know what's funny? Just, just completely sort of off-topic. Last year, I lost weight on Christmas on those days because I stopped tracking my food. So I ate whatever the fuck I wanted and as much as I could and what I wanted, but lost weight. I woke up on Boxing Day and was like half a kilo lighter, a kilo lighter on the day after. And then Mad. just simply because food was so high, I think I was on like... I think I was on like 4,000 something calories. 
wasn't majorly high, but it was like, I then went and just started eating chocolate and eating whatever the fuck without tracking it. And then obviously ended up consuming less calories than I was already eating and woke up lighter. It was like people massively overestimate what you're what damage you're actually going to do over the Christmas period. It's not, it's not that, it's not, not major at all. Nothing to worry no. about. Also, though, on the flip side of of fat loss, like we we talk about fat loss because it's a big proponent of what both of us do with our clients. But for a lot of my clients right now, they're coming to the end of a fat loss phase anyway, which we didn't really plan for the Christmas period. It just kind of fell where they're at in their program. So I said to well, I started I started a new guy the other day, and we went through his roadmap and plan, and. I said to him, well, you don't, he's got a holiday in June next year and that's, that's what he's trying to get ready for. He wants to look good on the beach. He wants to fucking feel confident in his body. I was like, sound okay. Well, you're starting mid-November and we're going into Christmas. Do you really want to diet over Christmas? Do we need to put your calories down over Christmas? Can we find your maintenance for three weeks in November? Mm. And then manage maintenance through Christmas while getting you strong as fuck mm. and then January have like a four week tidy up phase to see if you've gained any like little Christmas pounds over the, the, the six social events <laughs> then go back into another gaining phase for like three months and then in the six to twelve weeks before you go on holiday pull it all off and he was like what's a fucking sound idea I was like I know it is yeah I know that's why I do this it's for the job lad yeah, we're doing it for a little bit. Kind of, kind of why I'm doing it. Um, but like, does that? Do you know what I mean? You, well, don't diet then. Yeah. Put another goal in place. Yeah. No one's like, saying you, you have to fucking diet at all. Like, yeah. most, pretty much all of my clients who are dieting, I'll tell them they have to go on a diet break anyway. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just for the psychological Think- break of dieting, it's a great time to just switch off. And that will create no impact to their results. They'll probably do better because they'll be able to switch off. Stress will be dropped. Fatigue will be dropped unless they're going out to like four in the morning. But fatigue will be dropped and we'll go into the January period in a much greater place because they've had that extra bump in calories. They've dropped all that fatigue and then they they can kick on from there. But every other, all in the whole build-up, they'll be fucking attacking it and nailing it. But no one says you have to do that. If you, if you have a problem now, if you look in the mirror and you're not happy with what you see, why are you waiting? What yeah. are you waiting for? You're going to just feel exactly the same. You're going to be in pain for the next eight weeks, 10 weeks. And you have the, the responsibility to deal with that right now. You don't have to sit there in pain now. You have the power to change that right now. And something in eight weeks from now is not going to take you off the rails. In the slightest. This ties back to something that I put out in um, a post this week talking about like what level 10 life is all about and things we stand against and how everyone has got a bad story or bad experience about someone or something in the fitness industry. And I think that plays a big role in when we speak to people and they go, oh, I can't do this at Christmas because their perception of hiring a coach or a personal trainer is the welcome to, welcome to your training program. 
on day one, you're going immediately into a calorie deficit and our sole focus is to get the scale to be smaller week after week. And if you don't, I'm not going to look into why I'm not going to ask you about your goals. I'm just going to tell you that you're not hard. You're not working hard enough and you don't want it enough. And for a lot of people, that's their, that's their perception or their experience of working with someone. And Mm. I proudly say that me and you are not that, (laughs) not that at all. Um, And people come to us with that misconception though. And so, I mean, that's what sparked this episode or the want to do this episode is that it's more than just weight loss or it can be more than just weight loss. You might be unhappy with your weight now and Christmas is a really bad time for you to lose weight because you've got 15 social events coming up. Okay, so it's not strategically a good time for you to lose weight, but it's always a fantastic time for you to start because even without addressing your weight, we can address your ability to go to the gym with confidence. We can address your ability to sleep and feel good and wake up with energy. We can address your self-confidence that isn't attached to a number on a scale. It's attached to how you think and how you feel and how you behave. We can address your routine, your habit, the way you consciously think about food, the way you plan your day. We can do all of the fucking legwork on that through November and December. And then when you've got your really difficult time of year because it's Christmas out the way, well, okay, you've got a load of fucking boss habits in place so that when it comes to actually addressing your physical weight, you absolutely fucking smash it. Yeah, 100%. And not only that, it's like, yeah, we're only dealing with body weight, we're trying to drop it. Maintaining body weight over Christmas could be a win. Just fucking tidy enough your nutritional habits and maintaining weight for some people is going to be the biggest fucking win in the world. But it's a, it's about, as you say there, it's, it's not about, oh, yeah, we're just, the only goal is to just fucking get you shredded and if, it's, if you can't do it, it's fucking your fault. The reason that that's bullshit is we need authenticity with our goals. So if someone comes to me and says, I want to be shredded on the 1st of January, then I'm going to say, yeah, okay, you're going to have to control your nutrition on Christmas Day. Because if you want to be, you say, imagine you said, I've got a show on the 1st of January. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're going to have to fucking, you're going to have to put some effort into your diet. But if you just want to be proud of what you see in the mirror, and that doesn't even mean like what your physique looks like. If you just want to be moving forward and be able to look at yourself in the mirror and know that you're, refusing to accept averageness or accept the the mediocrity that you're currently dealing with simply by just being better every single day and when you wake up and see yourself in the mirror and you, you can see that you you, put, you you wake up and you know you're putting shift in that feeling that is is, is the real goal for most people like if you you don't need to be fucking in in unbelievable shape or making tremendous levels of progress but if you're doing better than you are right now and you do better today than you did yesterday and you do better again tomorrow that is is the progression that is what we actually deep down do this for because we're trying to reject the the shit that we find ourselves in at the minute love that i seen a boss video this morning actually which is what i've just said just reminds me of it talking about discipline versus desire and lots of people go, 
oh, I haven't got the discipline to diet over Christmas. It's like, well, no, it's it's not about discipline. It's about you, your problem is not a lack of discipline. Your problem is a lack of desire to show yourself love. It's a, yeah. it's a lack of desire to create a life that you actually want to live. It's a lack of desire to remove the pain that you feel when you look in the mirror at the minute. If you, if someone said, you gave this example in the thing, if someone said to you, you have to nail your calories and diet perfectly and train every single day, otherwise someone's going to kill you. You would never not do it. You wouldn't, you wouldn't, it's not discipline at that point. You wouldn't yeah. lose the discipline. It's because your desire to live is so strong that you would just do it regardless. And it's never an issue with discipline. It's a lack of desire. It's like, were you going to say something? No, I was going to, um, like, footnote, semi-preview, one of our future episodes that we're going to do next week or the uh, week after or uh, whatever that we spoke about before. Yeah. And we're going to talk about this in depth. And I'm really fucking excited for it because, one, I think we're going to have some opposing views, which is always fun. Um but two, it's just a really interesting topic about motivation. Um, and we're going to... The title is going to be called Motivation is a Myth. Yeah, and we're going to talk all about... We're just going to talk all about what motivation is, where it comes from, what... Is it real? Is it not? Like, why people lack lack motivation and, and, and all stuff like that. And if this is something that you're talking about with the desire versus the... What was it you called it? Sorry, the discipline the versus desire. Discipline versus desire. Um ties to that. Because it's very similar, isn't it? Like people mm-hmm. say, mm-hmm. Oh, I haven't got the motivation to do that. And it's like <laughs> no, neither have I. <laughs> my <laughs> desire to reap the rewards from doing that are greater than yeah. my desire to, to be average. So yeah. That. I think it's key. So we'll 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 delve into that hard next week. So switch on hard. notifications. Switch on notifications so you get notification when the next episode comes out. Um, I don't actually know how to do that. So someone's gonna have to work it out for themselves. Do you know how to do that, Jack? Yeah. No, I don't. I'm not gonna lie. No, we are on the tech side of pretty much everything we do. <laughs> not good. No. For someone who's entire operation is online i am woefully bad with technology see i think you're a lot better than i am i'm fucking terrible i've got a lot better just because i've had to get better at it but and this is completely off topic with today's podcast but it's quite funny i went on today because i've been getting loads of spam like spam bots filling in my contact form on the website yeah. So I went to do something about it. Broke the website. <laughs> oh, if you're listening to this now, it's probably been fixed by my web team who, who do this for a living. Um, but if you were to go on my website now, it just doesn't load. And that's because I've done something. And I don't know what, and I don't know how to undo it. I want to search it in. And fucking... What, what, what's um, it what's called? level10-life.com I'm going to share the screen for everyone on YouTube. Share the screen, so if you're watching this, you're going to see what it looks like. Maybe it's fixed, I don't know, but 
<laughs> but uh, oh, this is amazing. As it stands, it is not. Wow. <laughs> That's fucking class, lad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Oh, that's true. Um, it's mad that all that goes actually into your website, isn't it? Yeah, that's all the code for. I'm, well, I imagine that's all the code for um, yeah. for each of the images and and everything, and uh, the, like the layout. But that's funny. Um, yeah, great audio content for everyone listening. Yeah, sorry about that. Maybe just start watching on YouTube. Like and subscribe. Yeah. Um, we're going back to today's topic. What, what, what else have we have we got to got to weigh in on on this, Jack? Have we got anything else that we want to say? I think having a recap over what we've discussed is really important. Yeah, as a nice round off. The Christmas isn't Christmas can or is or is not. A reason to not make progress but it's not because of christmas it's because of how you perceive christmas mm. in reality we broke christmas down to what six ish social events over between now and the the what first week of january so like 70 days mm. um so you how you 10 weeks 10 weeks so 70 70 days yeah yeah um how you perceive that in your mind will dictate i've I've seen a post about this this morning that said the story that you create in your mind will be the story that comes to life so whether that's a positive story or a negative story that's what you'll create yeah yeah which powerful stuff 100% and it it all again stepping out of the whole Christmas thing, zooming out on a bigger scale is like what's your perception of what you need to do in order to get in shape? It's probably much less about you being perfect because I think probably what where this 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 irrational um desire to be perfect comes from is like when you've absolutely hammered a diet and gone fucking all out for six weeks and didn't work or for, for four weeks and it didn't work and then you put all the weight back on. You've absolutely been perfect and still failed. So it doesn't make sense that you could do anything less than perfection and still make progress. But the, the key thing which we need to drive home in, in this episode is it's not fucking about perfection at all. No one is ever perfect. My nutrition although it's better than most people's, it's never perfect every day. And I remember about this time last year was when I really started, like, it was actually when when I met Angel sort of around about this time and I stopped being as perfect with nutrition and was like, the only goal was just be consistent with it. Just take your calories, take your protein every day, no matter what. And I started progressing faster because I, and I don't know why I don't know what it was but I think it was the the fact that I was just overly like obsessed with just doing the basics right really well all the time 
So like I was just making sure that I was getting enough sleep, getting me calories, getting me protein. The the timing wasn't perfect. The digestion wasn't perfect. I was smashing loads of calories at the time and meal time wasn't amazing. Like nothing was absolutely pristine and perfect to the optimal degree. But just because I was being so consistent with it, since then my results have started flying through the roof because I'm now understanding the element of the the importance of consistency. And I think that with time, it's not about perfection over a short period. It's like the 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 what's that fucking thing, that story? The hair and the tortoise. Yeah. Yeah. Stop sprinting. And then being yeah. gassed after like six weeks because you tried to change your whole life in four days. Just start slowly developing habits and in in six months' time, then you can fucking be buzzing with yourself. I think as well something we haven't really touched on is the perception people have of how hard it's going to be compared to what it actually takes isn't really like is just vastly different so like is it going to require you to do more than you're already doing now well yeah obviously because what you're doing right now isn't getting you to where you want to be so you're going to require some things to change you might even need to do less of something you could be going to the gym too much (laughs) could be like super hyper focused on the food that you eat and it's messing with your head so you could end up doing less in some areas and more in others yeah but when you look at like so you look at fucking i don't know i don't follow like instagram influencers but like you look at someone who's always putting videos up of fucking them with oiled up abs and you think wow they must have to work out for like 12 hours a day and nail the nutrition perfectly all year round and Let's take you, for example, Isaac, you're in fantastic shape. Is your life some weird, unordinary, like, no. unrelatable day-to-day no. scenario where you have to, like, get up super early and plan all your meals out? It's not. No. I wake up at fucking half seven. I cook, one, like, once a day. Most days, if I've got a busy schedule, I'll, I'll meal prep. I don't have a meal prep. I just cook once a day. I cook my lunch and my dinner at the same time. and. I train three times a week and do jujitsu, and then go to bed on time. Yeah, <laughs> that's the biggest one, and then just go to bed on time. Just go to bed. <laughs> that's it. And then when that's I'm it. in the gym, I train hard, and yeah. I I feel me checking in for me coach. That's it. That's literally it. It's not it's not hard. It's just the consistency which fucks people up. I'm not doing anything that you can't do. Anyone listening, I'm not doing anything that you can't do. It's just I've been doing it for longer. And I've been doing it with more consistency for longer. Um, and anyone who is in better shape than me can relate to that and say, well, yeah, it, it's just this, it's just the same thing. Anyone who's listening, probably people listening who are in better shape than me, they've just been doing it for longer than me. You people look yeah. at people on Instagram who are in, in fucking impeccable shape. Like I was, you know, Bob Warthouse. Oh, Terrible with names. Nah, he's a natural IFBB pro. He's in fucking ridiculous shape. And I seen a, a, a picture of him on Instagram this morning. I was like, holy shit, like how the fuck have you got like that naturally? It's it's unbelievable. But then I just remember, I think he's like mid-30s. Like you've been training for like 15 years and you've just been consistent for 15 years. Are you on him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... um. Just yeah, he's in he's in absolutely phenomenal shape, but he didn't start last week. 
Yeah, he started like this. <laughs> he... goes, and that, that's literally all it is. It's just time and consistency. But people overestimate that. And it's like, if you start now, you've got an extra 10 weeks on yourself. The version of you that starts now is going to be in a better position in January. If you just fast forward to yourself in January, there's going to be two possibilities. There's going to be a fatter you who's even more unmotivated and lowered on energy, just feeling even shitter. Or there's going to be a version of you who decided to take control of the life for the next 10 weeks and accepted that they weren't going to be perfect, but they applied the high level of consistency. And then in January, they were in a much better place, potentially even a little bit lighter, having developed loads of habits and using January and all the motivation and actually going to January to springboard into a productive off-season, for example, or gaining phase or whatever it might be. But there's there's two decisions you have at the minute is to just lie down and continue being or continue accepting the level of results that you're getting now or level things to fuck up. Be average, be who you are now or be something more and you get to decide. Like that's exciting mm. to me. I said mm. this to, to one of my clients yesterday about journaling and my four standard questions every morning or the three questions I ask myself every single morning. Two of the questions are practicing gratitude and practicing affirmations because I believe in that shit. Um, but the first three questions that I ask myself every single day, I got from, um, what's the Geordie life coach guy called? Paul Mort. Paul Mort. Because um, I listened to a podcast with him on and he said this and it just stuck at me. It was like, every morning I asked myself, how do I want to feel today? And what am I going to do to feel that way? Mm. And I was like, he was like, he said on a podcast, he was like, I was like, whoa, what an amazing question. And I was like, it, it had the exact same effect on me. Like, I'm the first thing I'm doing in the morning is asking myself how I want to feel today. Mm. And then I'm going to go and do that. Mm. Like, how do I want to feel? I want to feel fantastic. I want to feel successful. Okay, well, what am I going to do to feel that way? Well, I'm going to go and speak to a load of new people. I'm going to go and help a load of new people. I'm going to create some fantastic content. Okay, well, I'll just go and do that then. Yeah. And I've made that decision. You can do that with Christmas. How do you want to feel over Christmas? Do you want to feel like a unfit, unhealthy, miserable, gluttonous cunt? Okay, what are you going to do to feel that way? Eat like shit. Don't exercise. Blame Christmas for all your bad decisions and continue feeling the way you do. Or how do you want to feel over Christmas? You want to feel in control. You want to feel happy. You want to feel like you're changing your life every single day. Okay, so we're going to do about while still enjoying Christmas as well. Yeah, while still enjoying yeah. Christmas. Okay, well, what are you going to do to do about, what are you going to do to, to feel that way? And then go and do that. And you you make that decision. You get to make that decision. Mm. And that to me is just incredibly empowering. Mm. We're completely in control. Always. Yeah. Our lives are in our hands. And there's probably, there's probably people who are, that applies to everyone who's listening to this. It's like people who are not even in the gym right now who just want to feel a bit more confident when they put a dress on over Christmas, yeah? Yeah, well, you're just going to be a fat muppet for the rest of the next eight weeks. And then on New Year's Eve, when you go out, you're going to feel like a fat muppet still. You might feel like less of a fat muppet on New Year's Eve if you start now. So there's that. But what what I was actually the point I was actually gonna make then is it's not it's it's even people who are already high achievers 
Like you already might be fucking flying, but you can do more. Can you level it up more? Can you apply even more consistency? Because there's, sh- no, there's no reason to back off over Christmas. If anything, it's going to be harder, so you need to fucking turn it the fuck up. Yeah, we spoke about this, I think, on the last podcast or the one before when I said I was on a call with Mark. Yeah. And, like, I look at Mark and I'm like, fuck, he's a high performer. Like, shit, he does so much more than me. And then on the call, he's talking about going for coffee with his mate mm. and talking about people that they work with looking at them going, Jesus, that guy's a high performer. Mm. And it's like, you can always be doing more like Mark. I see as like someone who is head and shoulders above me and the, the amount of stuff he can get done in a day. And he has someone else that he knows that is, is that to him. Mm. So like, even if you are like absolutely crushing it, do a little bit more, see what happens. What if you just yeah. don't quit? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think that's a nice place to round off for today, lad. Yeah. Fantastic. Guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Thank you for listening and thank you for watching. Um, even if after this episode you are still planning on being a January muffin, then I may have something extremely exciting for you landing in the first Ooh. of January. Heavy. I've just contradicted the whole podcast there, haven't I? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to January. <laughs> Oh, lad. So if you listen to today's podcast, just page all that information, wait till January 1st and sign up with Isaac. Just um, just sensible business decision because I know that people are going to listen to this and just be dickheads anyway and wait till January. So <laughs> <laughs> love that. Absolutely love that. No, it's, uh, it's not even, I need the time. It might even be towards the back end of January or February because I need the time to, to, to nail it down. But funny, funny as well. <laughs> Tell me after we finish recording this, but that's funny. I love that. Don't what a way to, to end any, this episode. Don't listen to anything you just said. Just wait until January and you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, guys, thank you very much for listening. If you've got questions about anything we spoke about today, if you would like our help and you just want to ask us some questions, then reach out, drop us a message. You can reach me at jack.level10life. You can reach Isaac. You can't reach me on my website at the moment because it's fucking melted. You can reach Isaac at coach.comara. And we chat to people all the time um, and just help you out so reach out we love it if you think there's any um january muppets that might do well with listening to this podcast please send it to them please share it if you enjoyed it please share it to your stories and tell all your friends we would greatly greatly appreciate it see you all in the next episode